0: Football Fridays presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. Question of the day, last time BYU fans stormed the field before the Utah game was after the USC win and the Cougars promptly lost their next three games. Any worries about a repeat? Yeah. An emotional letdown. Yeah. It could happen. Or it won't because everybody's so on guard against it because it's so obvious. Yeah, but when isn't it obvious? That's because you know something doesn't mean you can't prevent it. Not automatically. But possibly. The thing that works in BYU's favor is that... They don't have as many big games. And this is circled as one of them. I mean, Baylor is not a big game. They're all big. Maybe Baylor does since you're going to be in their conference in a couple of years. But a lot of these players will be gone. Virginia with Bronco coming back. Uh... So, with that in mind, but the Pac-12 the, the, South teams the, carry a special oomph. There's Arizona guys on the team, right. and it's a ranked opponent, and so, you have a chance to go three and zero in the Utes division. Well, why would we join that division, man? We dominate. That'd be too easy. Well, <laughs> oh, they didn't. They certainly made inquiries in the Pac-12 here recently. There's no doubt about that. I said that weeks ago and the fan base has spent, you know, better part of 30 years thinking about it, obsessing about it, yeah. and now hating it. And now having even more reason to hate it. Yeah. 30 years of thinking about it, 10 years yeah. of 10 years of hating it. Right. And now you're going to even hate it more because you're locked in with the other guys, so they're going to be your guys. It's funny. It's not it's going to be unusual because BYU folks, I mean, they just loved Gonzaga. Everybody just heaps praises on Gonzaga. Like, it's, it, you, it can't be a true rival unless there's some hatred there. And they tried to make it, but yet they loved Gonzaga and rooted for Gonzaga hardcore. But yet they would never root for Utah like that. Never. No. <laughs> ever. Yeah. So they're going to be able to summon all that for Arizona State Jeff says uh, are there any worries about a repeat OMG yes that was BYU Super Bowl they put every ounce of their souls into it and they played a perfect game well beyond the team's abilities there's nothing to look forward to now absolutely nothing Nothing left this season to get motivated for. It's all downhill from here. The wheels are already coming off with a bickering about who was the MVP for the Utah game. Well, that's either sarcasm or go Utes. I assume that was go Utes. But see, there's also an opportunity, though, to prove that they didn't play the game of their lives. And it's not beyond the realm to have them play like that. This is who they are. And they're just really good, and they were underestimated. There's always teams like that every year. Uh, we don't see uh, the respect accorded until you get to, you know, week five, six, seven, and so forth. Um, we say that all the time. You know, I didn't see that coming. Now, with the, with the playoff, it's very rare because we do see it coming. We we know there's a small circle of teams that are in contention, and they will remain in contention. Right, but Iowa State last year was a team, wow, look how good they yeah, are. but they weren't in contention. I mean, I know they had the title game. They played game, the Big 12 title game. But, yeah. We're gonna win it. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that's a good example. Uh, so, we, from the college football, that, that's a good thing about college sports, is it's not winner take all. Win or second place is just as good as losing. It's not that way. It's not that way in the NCA's. If you go to the Sweet Sixteen and you're Cinderella, you had a phenomenal season. It's remembered forever. Uh, so you don't need to go to the final four win the whole thing certain schools do like Kansas not in football But Kansas in basketball if they don't win it or at least get there. It's disappointing Because they're of that stature over many many years and in the pros It's just a lot of that is you know either win or you lost So I don't want to hear it, but I don't think it's that way in college and Iowa State can have a very nice season because, I mean, you look at whoever's going to get the USC job most likely has not going to want at all. But yet that's a premier job in college football. So we don't look at that that way at the college level. So BYU still has a ton of proof. That's what's great things about uh, motivation and all. So people do think, wow, that was a Super Bowl, and you put everything into it, and good for you. You played a great game, and you won. You dominated and now can you do it again? I mean, it's great you did it last week, but everybody's over it by now. You'd fans, you've moved on. You lost the game. You beat them 9 out of 10, and you got Sanders State this week. All right. Kyle, I heard uh, he had told his players. They have a weekly coaches show, apparently. And he told his players, you don't answer any questions about BYU. It's over. Yeah. And that's like on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, and they all, well, it's Tuesday because Tuesday, if you go to practice, he comes over, all right, all right we gotta go, we gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, 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 go. And you're always, you're just like, oh man, you just, you're adrenaline. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go God has two minutes, <laughs> yeah. and then at a minute and 20 seconds on my recorder, thanks, coach. <laughs> He's out the door on his way, wherever they do that, I don't know. Uh, but I was told that they uh, had info, maybe it wasn't him, but it was somebody who's told the players. No questions about BYU. We're past it, as they should. There's one game you lost early in the season, whoop de doo. I mean, I mean Utah season is not over anymore than Ohio State's season is over. And to say that either season is over is ridiculous. So you lost the game. It was going to happen at some point. You weren't going to beat them 500 times in a row. In that respect, it's not that big of a deal. Because you're judged on your season. You're not judged on a singular game, especially the second game of the season. So plenty of football, plenty of stuff to be had for sure. But for BYU, go out and, and improve it again because you got the uh, st- the second and third ranked teams in the South, according to the preseason poll. And you're going to get the first. And who knows, at that point, we'll know the order. Uh so there would be some, uh, especially as an independent, when you can't claim a conference title. Go ahead and claim dominance in the division, and you beat half the teams. That's pretty cool. Three and zero against the South. Five and zero against the conference. Yeah, I mean you got to get there, right? But that would be the goal. Something but, to look forward to. And if you were to get it, I mean I think four and one would be pretty good. But if you went five and zero, in that. Conference, 3-0 in that division. Oh, we're going to be comparing the Pac-12 and the Big 12 now for... Not yet, not now. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm but... not sure. Oh, no, I am. I'm, I'm 100% positive. Well, in two years for sure, but this yeah, year, no, because no, you have an opportunity to dominate this conference. And you'll never, ever play five Pac-12 teams again, ever. Nope. Schedule set for next year, and then the conference schedule kick in. So yeah. this is it. Yeah. Right. So basically, this is your going-out party against the Pac-12. You'll never play this minute. Declare victory and move on. Yeah. That would be sweet for the program and its fan base. Jordan says, everyone is saying Utah is down. I say, it's BYU who is up. Nothing fluky about it. Cougs are going to roll. I don't know. Everyone's saying Utah is down. I don't Everyone's know. I don't know. probably a bit much. I don't know what Utah is. I don't even think it's a majority. I don't even think it's 50%. I don't think it's 40, 60%, or 40%. I think it's a question mark. How good is the team? Remains to be seen. How good they are. I think they'll get... I'm going to stick with my nine wins... They'd have to go 7-2 th- well, in the conference. Mm-hmm. As I sit here right now, I think it's doable. Maybe I'm overestimating Utah's program, but right now I, th- I think it's doable. Yeah, I do. That would be doable because that would mean splitting with USC, Oregon, Arizona State, and UCLA and beating everybody else. And the bottom half of the conference does not look good here. And we've already talked about what a bad week out of the gate for the North. Yeah, and then out of the week, out, and out then the, Stanford they, turns around yeah. and beats USC. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was a bad week, but I don't know that then, it's the conclusion of season long. This is who they are. It was there was no question. It was a bad week. That'll never change. But that doesn't necessarily mean, especially when you make a quarterback change in the case of Stanford. Yes, or they make a quarterback commitment basically. Because I think they both played. They both played in the K-State game. Yeah. And then Shaw goes uh, with McKee, makes a commitment to the young man, and now he's off and we'll see what he can do. And they'll be, you know, in the conference situation, there'll be a whole lot of tape on him and all. Good for him. He played well one week uh, virtually in his hometown. I'm sure his family was just thrilled beyond belief. But the fact that your kid got a scholarship to Stanford, if they went (laughs) 0-12, he ought to be thrilled beyond belief. (laughs) Consolation prize, (laughs) Stanford degree, golden ticket. Right. It it really is. There's no question about it. So the things that matter in life, uh, unless you're... But if you can get the big one at the Coliseum and seal the starting job, too, all the better. It is. It is all the better. But I just try to... I I view sports as entertainment and find perspective with it. When it's over, it's over. Uh, Less like when I walk out of a movie... If I liked it or I didn't, and then it's over, it's over. And for the rest of us, you know, if you're Clay Helton and that's your job and all that stuff, that's another story. But for the rest of us, we're just fans. It's not our jobs. My job is not dependent upon any team winning or losing. If it were, I would be the number one fan of that team. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby! Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would root so passionately, and I would be despondent if they lost. I've never been in that situation. Most of us don't put ourselves or find ourselves in that (laughs) position. How about this post from Karsten? BYU won the only game that matters on the whole schedule. The rest is just a bonus. They could crap the bed the rest of the year, and I'd still consider this season a success. But I hope they win them all. Go Cougs! Now the program is well beyond that to where that's the biggest game for now. Yeah, I agree. But now this is a huge game. And you'd rather win the Utah game than the ASU game, but they have a chance to take them both, so take them both. Yeah, yeah. I can relate it to my fandom. If I pick one game every year, it'd be the Arizona game that I'd want to win. Absolutely. There's no question about it. One, if I could pick one game that's an absolute must win, it's your rival. I agree with that 100%. But you got to have more than that. If you're only, if you know, no one ever comes to a coach or you've got one game to win, what's it going to be? And if, as fans, we play these games. And so, she has, yes, I understand that, particularly if you've lost nine in a row. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. It's just overwhelming. That's the one game. If you can only win one, that's the one. But, you know, you want a successful season. There's so much at stake for BYU as they continue to build and prove themselves. And what better way to prove themselves? I have no idea if Arizona State is a top 25 program. Beating Southern Utah and UNLV doesn't prove anything. I mean, obviously you were supposed to do you that. You did what you were supposed to do. Yeah, so the point being, it's early. There'll be plenty of time for proof. And this is a step towards proof. Absolutely. For both teams. I think more so for the Devils because the Cougars already got a ranked team. You can combine Southern Utah's roster with UNLV, and the Devils should beat that roster, right? Right true story. And if I was Vegas, I would schedule SUU every year and try to create a rival. Your the program stinks <laughs> and you're not that far away from each other. <laughs> UNLV visits <laughs> St. George tonight. Well, southern Utah is Cedar City, but uh, uh, I sent them to Dixie State accidentally. I'm sure they've got uh, guys from Vegas on their rosters because they're you know that obviously they're close but Vegas, the point I'm making is Vegas is at best right now, and it seems like forever has their big sky's caliber team. I doubt if you put an eight nine game big sky conference schedule on Vegas's slate that they would go undefeated. yeah, I wouldn't take that bet that would yeah. they would get beat, yeah. at some point, right. So the Devils have proven nothing, but we knew that going in. Their schedule was going to be, they were going to be 2-0. and This was what it was supposed to do. Right. Two games to tune up, then a good non-conference game to get you ready for conference, and then into the Pac-12. This is what they wanted when they set it up. They're right where they're supposed to be. Exactly. Yes. So they've proven nothing. Well, they've proven that their pass game is awful. They don't throw the ball well at all. I mean, Daniels might be one of the... Most overrated quarterbacks. and he had a ton of hype. If you thought Brewer the mid-range had a ton game of hype, gets away from him, the deep ball uh, yeah, is pretty. That. You're just you going on so? one pass to Ayuk. I don't think you've watched one second of Sun Devil football this year. Not this year. I right. haven't. Not this <laughs> so, year. Right. And so you're going back to that Oregon pass. I've seen him. I've seen him play against the Utes too. It was you know, I don't think he completed a- 3 passes against I know. the Utes. I don't think he's <laughs> accurate in the mid-range. Do you think he's accurate in the mid-range? If you completed 3 passes against the Utes, you're accurate in no range. And that's the only time he played him. 3 passes. He's yes. 3 for 20. So no. So his so the passing game isn't good. Yes, mid-range, medium range, long range, short range, driving range. <laughs> 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 that would be awesome. <laughs> Just mixing sports. Guys out there with buckets of balls. <laughs> range finder? <laughs> He's trying to drop it in some bucket down <laughs> down at the other end of the range, and he can't do it. Like they throw into trash cans. I, you saw one pass, and you keep saying the long range the bomb, the deep ball. No, it's not. His percentage is awful. <sighs> they don't have a passing game. And they got one under the quarterback on scholarship. They're woefully weak. Their quarterback room is the worst in the country. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> it is. The reality of the situation is what it is there, man. They love—Herm the Herm is an old-school dude. Obviously, he's old old in life, and he's old NFL dude. Run the ball. He makes Kyle look like uh, the freaking guy who wouldn't punt. No, the one guy who never would punt. Yeah. Uh. He that that now somewhere? He's out the head coach of Presbyterian College. I mean, yeah. throw the ball all over the place. Yeah. Had his quarterback set an NCAA record with 10 touchdown passes a couple weeks back. Yeah. So they're going to try to run the ball. Yeah, obviously, because that's all they can do. Maybe this is the week they finally get it going. But they've been talking about it for the last two weeks, as Gord would say down air. Where? Uh, down air. Uh, yeah, they, they can't throw the ball with any level of success. I mean, even their own guys say they should have had at least 150 yards more against Vegas, and they didn't. It just this is not not their strength. So, they're, if they're going to beat you, it's going to be on the ground. He, the kid, ran for 125 yards. I think it's fourth or fifth in program history, something like that. Uh, so they're, they'll have opportunity to to prove how good they are. We don't know how good they are. BYU, we got more of an inkling, but you got to do it again Because if you don't do it again, well, yeah You rose up in that one game and you put all your marbles in that thing and blah 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 and you got it done good for you, but Anybody could do that and in a singular game, what can you do over? It's like golf, you know, you got 18 holes In these tournaments, there's such grinds. You got 18 holes four times What can you do over those? 72 holes that's what matters. That's how you're judged, right? How you, you're judged how, over seventy two holes. Anybody can get hot, but do you stay hot seven? I mean, uh, seventy two holes, four days. Then it's such a grind mentally. And you can stay hot, and then yeah. just a couple bad swings, right? And there's only one shot separating the top guys. So many weekends, the top players. Yeah, you can't have a bad hole. No. <laughs> you drop you, you're playing great you're at the top of the leaderboard and you drop one ball on the water in 15 or 16 and it's over well 18 with Phil on the US Open US the only Open. thing that's eluded on, him the on, thing that he wanted really bad and he didn't get it on top he had the opportunity on of the, the tent tent into the tree yeah had the opportunity man if he just bogeyed he walks away with it if I remember correctly how could I be so stupid so it's such a grind and it's the same thing with football here because that's, that's the challenge. You knew, for the Cougars' perspective, you knew that that was going to be a highly emotional game. And you've known for months Then you would have another Pac-12 South opponent the following week in your stadium. And there won't be near as emotion, but there should be plenty. Of, I'm for BYU fans, I hope you do all in your power to fire the guys up, to get them going. Last time BYU fans stormed the field... Before that Ute win was after the USC win, and the Cougars promptly lost their next three games. Any worries about a repeat? And Drew says context. Well, you also lost QB one, QB two, and RB one in those games. Yeah, well, what it was—you lost to Toledo, right? And South—you lost to South Florida. And QB2 is now QB1. I was going to say, the guy so that is currently in QB1. <laughs> Those are excuses. But you lost, so that's what you do. You come up with these We have no idea what the other team had. Nobody remembers. I have no clue who played for South Florida. It's like we all these guys, these in-house guys, when the Jazz schedule comes out, oh my gosh, they're going to be so gassed. They have this, 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 and this. We never say what the other teams have. It's just our guys. We create excuses because we want them to win so bad, and we love them so deeply that if they don't, well, it's got to be some other reason, not that they weren't good enough. Well, screw that reason. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> we love them dearly. They mean so much to us that we got to come up with the excuses. The first thing you do is you count up how many back-to-backs the Jazz have, but you got to count up how many back-to-backs the opponents have because lots of teams come in here on the second night, guest, well, the great thing about the NBA is who gives a crap because in the end, it's decided to it's come summer. down to the playoffs. Yeah, and did you or didn't you? Jazz had a better record than the Clippers. They had home court, yeah. but they lost four in a row. Right, and Kawhi Leonard was out. Spin it any way you want. The rest of the world is going to say that's bad. Ooh, Papa P, who we have not heard from in a long time, still lurking out there listening. Calling my shot. What do you got? BYU football wins by four-plus TDs over the Sun Wow. Take it to the bank. Okay. Hashtag go Cougs. I would love to. You, Papa P, get with us soon, and make sure you uh, give me your Venmo account. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're emptying it out. Uh, yeah, so you are giving me uh, 24 points? Maybe so. Ooh. He probably means 28. You're the only one that subtracts the extra points. Take the extra points. Well, touchdown pick. is a touchdown. That's what Ve- – uh, me and Vegas, we're the only mm. two that do it. You're mm-hmm. right. We're the only two. A touchdown is four, is six. So you're right. Big Mac at Tavita Mac says, oh, I'm sure the Cougs are well aware of this. Knowing it's coming. They will prevent the letdown. Maybe so. Then you got to win the game. You may not have a letdown, but you still got to find ways to win. There's no reason why they, they don't win. This is not a powerhouse over here. I mean, it's clear there is no powerhouse in the South. <laughs> After two quarters, it was 14-10. Vegas was in the game. Was close at the half. Now, they did have two long drives at the start. And then they, I think they gained three total yards in the second half, literally. So there was an adjustment made and from the devil's standpoint uh, you got us a couple of drives good for you but but then we adjusted. there was no dominated. urgency we'd watched the film we yeah. knew we were going to win and we cracked down and dominated you right so there's something to be said for that it's probably the best that the coaches could have the defensive coaches look what they did to you Oh, yeah, they need something to pick on. Yeah. Last thing they need is you pitching a shutout. Right, 45-zip, yeah. Against the UNLV team that they're like, that is easily bottom half of the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was probably best-case scenario. They won fairly comfortably, but at the same time they gave up two long drives, and and they so happened to be the first two of the game. And so that's teachable. And they know, they know full well that they're going to have to play a lot better because there's no doubt that... The Cougars got ASU's full attention by beating Utah because the last time they Utah and ASU played, they they were dominated. 3 passes, 3 of 20, 2 and 0 against the Pac-12 South, ought to be easy for the ASU coaches to send a message these guys are good. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, when we come back, you got a story? Concert story? If you want. Well, I got two stories. Oh, really? Yeah. What's your other one? Uh, Stick around to find it, out. It involves making fun of you. Oh, well, then let's go to the other one. <laughs> I'd say both. All right, that's next. Stay with us.